Welcome to the Light Coast Podcast, where we use God's Word to bring light to matters that affect believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Minister Joseph Parker. I'm grateful for this opportunity to encourage you in your walk of faith. On today's segment, I want to talk to you about an important matter that affects each of us, and that is grief. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed? Have you been troubled? Have you been overcome by sorrow over a departed loved one? Is distress weighing you down? If you are going through it right now, I have something to tell you. Give God your grief. If we were to make a list of what causes inner turmoil, there would be no end. It could be family problems. It could be a physical health issue. It could be a financial problem. It could be sadness due to someone passing away. Maybe you are trying to rebound from a failed relationship. Whatever is disturbing your peace, it is important that you properly respond to what is troubling you. I say it is important because the evil one can use inner turmoil against you. Do not forget the enemy. The prince of the power of the air, the devil, can take advantage of vulnerabilities to subvert the child of God. Remember, follower Christ. Our enemy seeks to pillage, murder, and bring ruin. Do not be ignorant of his schemes. Therefore, it is imperative that you correctly address the matter that is troubling you. We will focus on that today. Earlier I said, give God your grief. You might be wondering or simply asking, what does he mean by that? How do I give God my grief? It is not as simple as taking out the trash. Well, let me be clear about something. This concept of giving God your grief did not come from me. It comes from the Word of God. Please open up your Bible and go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Listen to the Word of God. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Take a moment and think about what this scripture is saying. It is so simple, but it is easy to miss. If you are a child of God, he is telling you not to allow a single matter of concern to overwhelm or trouble you. Instead, talk to him about all matters and submit them to him. This scripture is instructing us in how to respond to issues in our life that can grieve us. It is a choice every follower of Christ has to make. It does not come natural to respond in faith because faith involves the supernatural. It is natural to fret about troubles, but it is supernatural to look to the one above all. As believers, we can do this because the just live by faith and we walk by faith, not by sight. Understand this, follower of Christ. Responding in faith does not mean ignoring what comes to trouble you, but acknowledges the one who is above those things that trouble you. Perhaps you find this difficult. Believe me, I completely understand. We live in a world that has us focus on things seen and felt. In order to respond to the issues properly by giving God your grief, you have to stir up your faith. If you need your faith stirred up, you have access to a great resource. That resource is the Word of God. 
In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Scripture is the catalyst for triggering faith. Giving God's word your attention is key to having strong faith. The things that grieve you can have a strong emotional effect on you. In that moment, you have to make a decision. Take heed to what it says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 to verse 7. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. You have to humbly acknowledge that you need God's strength for what you are facing. Give the matter to him. Let us go to a scripture that will encourage you to do this. Psalm 46, starting at verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah. There is a river whose streams shall make glad this city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Continually remind yourself of who God is so he is magnified in your heart. This will empower you to stand up and face troubling issues, knowing that the Lord is with you. If you keep God in your mind, you will be kept in perfect peace. It says in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 to verse 4, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah, the Lord, is everlasting strength. It's good to look to the past of what God has done in the lives of others. God helping his servants during grievous situations is nothing new. Consider how God came through for others in the Bible. There was Jacob, who was troubled about his brother Esau coming to kill him. God took care of Jacob and his household. You can read about that in Genesis chapters 32 and 33. There was a nation of Israel tormented by a mighty and fearsome warrior who threatened to enslave the nation. Read about how God took care of his people in 1 Samuel chapter 17. In Cana of Galilee, a wedding had an issue that came up. 
Read about how the Lord took care of the matter in John chapter 2. The same God that helped his servants in ancient times is the same God who can aid his servants in this modern age. Look to him. Let us go over some practical steps to guide you in responding to grievous things in the right way. Whether that's the stress of life, the grief of losing a loved one, whatever it is, I believe these practical steps can help you. I hope you will give them much attention. I have seven steps based on the word of God. The first step is acknowledge the matter. And that's based on Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Whatever is troubling you, don't deny it. Don't ignore it. Don't just think it's just going to go away. Confront the subject of your grief. Be willing to face it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's an important first step. Consider what that what that issue is. Confront the subject of your grief. Be willing to face it. That step is followed by, immediately followed by, submit the matter to God. And that also is based on Philippians 4 verse 6. And I read it again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Let the matter be made known to God. In accurate detail, express what you're feeling about that matter. Go ahead and tell God. Granted, he already knows about it, but he wants to hear his children. He wants to hear how the matter is affecting you. So go ahead and tell him. Express your emotion if you want to. It's perfectly fine to do so. Talk to God about what is grieving you and let him aid you in dealing with the matter. But for him to aid you, you got to talk to God about it. Go to God in prayer. The next step, which may seem kind of weird, strange, counterintuitive, but just go with me here, is rejoice in the Lord. That's based on Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, and James chapter 1, verse 2. Philippians 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. James chapter 1, verse 2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Choose to encourage yourself in the Lord in spite of how you feel. I know during the moment of grievous situations, when stress may be weighing down on you, or you're just under great inner turmoil, this can sound next to impossible. But you got to go beyond what you feel. Sometimes you have to do things you don't feel like. Sometimes you may not feel like get up in the morning, but you do it, you know? Sometimes you may want to pig out, but you don't do it because you have discipline about yourself. Well, this is the discipline you got to do. You choose to discipline yourself and rejoice in the Lord. In spite of what you're feeling like, choose to think about the goodness of God. Find a particular song you like to listen to, to... Help you encourage yourself in the Lord. Choose to encourage yourself in the Lord in spite of how you feel. Take time to offer worship to God with songs of praise that will magnify him in your heart. Do you have a favorite song to listen to? Go to that song. Use it to just encourage yourself in the Lord that will cause you to just give him praise. And believe me, the emotion may follow on, but don't, don't worry about an emotion. Don't worry about a strong wind to blow you in the direction toward God. You just go ahead and start rowing. Sometimes you have to start rowing and wait for that wind to come. But just go ahead and just start encouraging yourself in the Lord. Find you a song. Like if you need a good song to go to, I'll tell you one. I won't sing it because I don't want to ruin the sound quality. But I'll just say the lyrics. It's called Blessed Assurance 
Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste, glory divine. Heir of salvation, sent from above, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. That's, um, that's most of what I know. But that's just one song among many songs you can go to to help encourage you in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Find that scripture, a scripture that can just you can use to create your own song if you want. Maybe you don't have a well-known, a certain song to go to. Well, create your own song, a, a song that will just go ahead and just uplift God in your heart, you know, and, and create your own melody if you need to. I'm sure there's some apps out there to help you, you know, create your own beat if you want to. Create your own beat to just help you worship God. But rejoice in the Lord. This is important. None of these steps are useless, okay? Rejoice in the Lord. The next step is stir up your faith with the word of God. Now, you might think I should put that one beforehand, but there's a purpose behind this. This is, this is all building upon each step. And I'm basing this, this step of stirring up your faith with the word of God is Romans chapter 10, verse 17. And I went over this earlier, which says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Fire up your faith by giving attention to God's word. Scripture is the kindling that will fire up your faith. You need faith to trust God and not be overwhelmed. I can't stress enough the importance of the word of God. You have to attend to the word of God to build up that faith. It's that faith that will allow you to fight against what is grieving you. It's that faith that will help you trust in God. It is that faith that we live by as believers. And sometimes our faith can wane. And so we want to keep that faith fueled up. We want that we we don't want that faith to flicker. We want it to be a blazing inferno. And you want, to be, you want it to be hot? Then spend time in the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Fire up your faith. I'm repeating this again. Fire up your faith by giving attention to, attention to God's Word. Scripture is the kindling that will fire up your faith. You need faith to trust God and not be overwhelmed. The next step is look to God to sustain you. Look to God to sustain you. In Psalm 121, verse 2, it says, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The same God who made time, space, and matter is the same God that is able to help you. Simply believe God can help you. Don't think it's all on you. Don't try to bear it all on yourself. Don't try to depend on your own capability, your own strength. You have a God that's available to you. But he won't force himself you got to trust him. you got to go to him and just believe it. That's a simple step. This simple step is just based on just choosing to believe. After all you've done, all the other steps, this is important. you got to make a conscious decision. I'm going to believe God to help me. I'm going to believe. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The next step is express thanksgiving to God. That's based on Psalm 136, verse 1, and Psalm 103, verse 2. Psalm 136, verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 103, verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Make an inventory of what God has already done throughout your life. Think about those good things that have happened in time past. Think about how God has come through for you. Go ahead and write those things down. And that should be a long list. Go ahead and think about those benefits, giving him the glory for what he has done 
and thank him for those things. Too often we can forget that he's taken care of us. He's taken care of us in the past and let that encourage us in going forward. But go ahead over and think about count those blessings one by one. Make that inventory. Go over that inventory and thank him continually. It's important for us to believe as believers to never be ungrateful. God's servants must never be ingrates in any way. Think about the good things. Bless the Lord of my soul and forget all his benefits. And I say it again, express thanksgiving to God. Think about those good things continually. And that'll keep you from dwelling on what's grieving you. That will help you with the grief. That will help you from not allowing troubles to disturb your peace. You will find that peace in thinking about those good things. The next step, the final step, be bold and courageous. And I'm basing that off of Joshua to 1 verse 9, which says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It's important, follower of Christ, that you choose to confidently move forward, knowing that God will not abandon you, but take care of you. And this right here, this is what seals the deal on all those other steps. This final step is you just got to go forward, move forward, despite the turmoil, despite the grief, choosing to confidently go forward, confident that God will take care of the matter. You don't just stay stuck in a position of grief. You move forward. You get through the grief. You move forward, confidently move forward, knowing that God will not abandon you, but take care of you. Believe that. Choose to take that step of faith. Be bold. This requires movement. Choosing to go forward. Think about those continually. Think about these steps. These are practical steps. As you move forward in life, do not allow grief to overwhelm you. Troubles may arise to disturb your peace, but you do not have to let them do so. I'm going to say that again. Troubles may arise to disturb your peace, but you do not have to let them. I'm going to say that one more time. Troubles may arise to disturb your peace, but you do not have to let them. You have a God who is there to aid you. Call on him. Call on him through the grief. Call on him through the distress. Call him when those troubles come. Don't allow them to hold you down. Don't allow them to bury you in grief. Acknowledge the matter. Submit the matter to God. Rejoice in the Lord. Stir up your faith with the word of God. Look to God to sustain you. Express thanksgiving to God. Be bold and courageous. Take these steps to heart so you're always ready to give God your grief. Amen. In prayer. Father God, we magnify and praise your name. Lord, you are good. Your mercy of lasting your truth endures to all generations. Great are you, Lord, and worthy be praised. We come bullet for your throne of grace. First of all, I just want to magnify you and give you all the glory for who you are. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. El Shaddai, the almighty God. Forgive us for our shortcomings, Father God. Forgive us for the ways we've let you down in thought, word, deed. In many different ways, Father, we have displeased you, Lord. And we just ask you to forgive us for your forgiveness, Father, for those things that we have done. You said in your word, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. And we just thank you for your abundant goodness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for supplying our needs according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You are Jehovah Jireh, and our cup continually runs over. 
And we just thank you for your many benefits. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And above all, for the salvation we have through your son. Father, I pray that we being your servants, that your children, by your grace, through your son, help us to give you our grief. When we're going through it, Father, when we're going through trials and tribulations, when we feel weighed down by a inner turmoil, help us, Father, to not handle things in an unhealthy way, but help us to respond in faith, Father God. Help us, Father, to acknowledge the matter. Help us submit the matter to you. Help us to rejoice in you. Help us to stir up our faith with your word. Help us to look to you to sustain us. Help us to express thanksgiving to you, Father, and help us to be bold and courageous. The enemy would love, love nothing more. He'd love nothing more than for us to be in torment through the turmoil and issues, through the grief. He would love nothing more to get us to turn away, to, to, give, a, to give us an opportunity. He'd want us to take an opportunity to just turn away from you, to not trust you, Lord God. But help us, Father, to just continually go to you through the issues that come up, Father God. Help us to just continue to be strong in you and the power of your might. Utilizing what you've given us, Father. You've given us numerous resources. We have the word. We have prayer. We have the Holy Spirit, the helper to guide us to all truth. And I pray for that person maybe listening, Father. They're going through it right now. I pray, Lord, that they, they know they can go to you for perfect peace, Father. Because you said in your word, you keep that person in perfect peace whose mind stayed on you because they trust in you. You are Jehovah Shalom. And so I just pray for peace for those right now that are in need of peace, Father. And I pray that the scriptures come alive in our heart. The word we had sown in our heart, the word we've hidden in our heart will come alive, will surface up. So when we feel assaulted, we will have those scriptures come up as a as as like a wall to keep the assault from taking effect, Lord God. This I pray. Bless us indeed, larger territory. May your hand be upon us. Keep us from evil so not cause us pain. May our strength equal our days. And may our days be long and prosperous. Now let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart, be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Light Post Podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube.